Okay, we're rolling. And we're rolling! Folks, welcome to the new episode of the High and Dry podcast with your co-hosts Oshin and Derek McGarrigo. And by the grace of God, they said upon him, his second name is Hanlon. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> oh my God, it fucking is. How you doing, Derek? Nice uh, to see you again good. for another uh, good episode of our podcast. Yep. Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. I was just, uh, you just got back from Bruges, didn't you? Bruges, yes. The, the, the Venice of the North, they call it. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't know until I went there. Uh, it's always good when you go somewhere and they tell you uh, very insistently that it's yeah. just as good as some other city. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I tell you, it's the Venice. <laughs> well, we I promise. I think Venice is pretty good, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking sick of hearing about Venice. I'm yeah. Like, I didn't even say anything. Easy, easy. People walking around here are dizzy with how better it is than Venice. <laughs> Someone's heard, someone got vertigo from how good it was compared to Venice. I was like, what? I was we, like, where is the airport? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, walk down this majestical cobbled street and tell me you don't want to just spin around like a like a daisy lady. Well, they do have a very interesting sort of. Uh, they're like, I guess it's like a sort of Dutch personality. They're kind of half Dutch, half Dutch, half French. Who so the, they? Who the Belgians? The Belgians, yeah. They're yeah. kind of a mix of the two. Yeah. And like uh, Bruges, Bruges is like Barcelona. It's like the it's they're they're Flemish and they hate the French. But like yeah, the French, so but like the French won, I guess. You know, they got a lot of statues of like people where you look at what this, why the statues there, and he's like, he killed many French people during the war or whatever. Like, it's all about killing French people. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's not right. What, what did you say to that? You said I don't, I don't stand for this kind of hogwash. Tear down this statue. <laughs> is, is that what you did the whole time you were there? Did you try to do a uh, a Antifa rally to take down this uh, statue of a guy with a pile of Frenchmen on his spear? <laughs> yeah, it was all about taking down statues. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the statue as well. He didn't. He didn't have a necklace of ears. He had a necklace of croissants. <laughs> but it's okay because they're the. They're not the. They were like the the underdogs, so I think you know such as them. Who the Flemish? Like, yeah, the Flemish. They oh, were, this is about power differentials. Yes, exactly. It's uh, <laughs> power plus whatever equals racism. What is it they say? Like uh, it's, it's it's some quadratic equation of how it's not racist to be like uh, here, it's not racist when I do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so sort of isosceles. Racism equals me plus minus you divided by I can't be racist no matter what I do it's always okay. equals shut up yeah. shut up you white piece of fuck yeah yeah you you divide isosceles triangle by the uh, the yeah the quadrant above the uh, intersectionality and you're a fucking white devil and I'm, I'm I don't deserve this feelings and I won't be doing any more Jewish maths, all right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah. all know where maths came from, and we all know what they control, all right? Oh, the Jews! <laughs> the poor old Jews. Yeah, for somehow they still aren't white. Like, Jews are not white in these little... When you were on the cobble streets of, of Belgium trying to knock down this statue with your Antifa buddies... Jeez, you do dress a little Antifa-esque, actually. Uh, Antifa look cool. What?! What the way they yeah no they have like they have like protester chic it's it's like cool they're wearing like they went all black they got like yeah there you go. are you coming out as an Antifa member have you infiltrated this podcast is fifty percent of this podcast infiltrated by Antifa I never said I wasn't Antifa is it Antifa or Antifa is it Antifa if you don't like them don't act like you don't know <laughs> you fucking 
Antifa is, motherfucker. Is Antifa kind of like, like people say Antifa, they're kind of making fun of them, are they? What do you mean? That's their name. Oh, did they all say Antifa? <laughs> Wait, maybe I miss. But, but how is that a joke that you're just mis, you're misemphasizing the syllable? I thought because because Antifa sounds like we're Antifa and Antifa sounds a bit like ooh, Antifa. I thought that was the idea. Derek, how are you allowed in Antifa with this homophobic <laughs> mentality? I thought they would have uh, zapped that homophobia out of you by uh, fucking uh, whipping you. But I thought that was the that was kind of the maybe maybe I totally. This funny. I thought I thought this was what like the right wing people were dealing with, but maybe it was all entirely in my own head. This is your homophobia coming to the surface finally. I guess I never, but I never is it maybe it is Antifa. I'm Antifa. <laughs> I but this has been a whole charade. Well, it should be because obviously it stands for anti fascist. So yeah, so it's it? Antifa. Is what? that is that not what I'm saying? But you're saying and we, you wouldn't be like I'm I'm anti, so you should pronounce it anti and then pause and then fa. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Antifa, I'm not Antifa. Well, the, well, I know it's very close. No, 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 Derek. That's the subtlety of my satire. <laughs> the subtlety of my. Everyone knows how I'm. A, I'm like Mort Saul over here. See, I'm putting the emphasis on the second syllable to really take to really give it to those Antifa uh, losers. Well, you know what I learned recently is what, Dar? Hey, Dar, what you learned recently, buddy? Well, it's related to us. So I'm not totally changing. Hey, uh, folks, welcome to the Derek, the Derek corner, where he tells us what he's oh, learned. This, this was such a good. Like, I was flowing right into the next thing until you did that. Don't don't let me disturb your flow, baby. <laughs> no, uh, it was you know Martin Scorsese. I've heard of him. You know that's not how his name's pronounced. Oh no, how? Because I saw Scorsese. Scorsese. Oh, okay. Scorsese or something yeah. like that, and it's him saying it. Scorsese. And you know what's funny is people always say it's like why not just you know use the pronouns everyone prefer, and why not just call people by the right things and like. Even though I think Martin Scorsese is, you know, one of the greatest living filmmakers, if not the greatest living filmmaker, unbelievable admiration from. But you'll notice I said Scorsese, and I'm not changing. <laughs> it yeah. is actually quite difficult to change what you've been doing. Yeah. it's not nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. You know, you're asking. You're not. You're not asking people too much, but you're asking them for something. You're asking me for change. anything. Yeah, you're <laughs> asking me to give you one cent every day, and like I don't care about one cent. But every day, you know, the energy of giving you the one cent. I know. The energy of doing anything really is a loss. Like, here's You're the trying thi- to live your life and you don't want to... You know, the energy of paying attention to someone yeah. at all yeah. and, and their feelings and what they... That's yeah, not like, nothing. Yeah, like, look at me right now, Dark. I'm exhausted <laughs> yeah, yeah. listening to you. I'm trying to focus on your fucking ideas. I'm not even talking half the time. Yeah, yeah. Look at my, the bags under my eyes. I'm fucking half badger. Like, like, yeah, the energy of the, because the, you're going on a flow. It's like a second ago, or right now, I interrupted your flow. Yeah. Look, how, <laughs> look how exhausting that is. And, and then you kind of, the minute you have to be like, okay, I'm going to take this, um, this psychological step to just be uh, polite. And you're like, uh, you know, uh, it builds up. Like, and yeah, for example, you, you're a filmmaker. That's the altar at which you um, fucking sacrifice your virgins. Uh, you know, you know, and uh, so you, so you, so, and you still won't give a Scorsese. Uh, you won't call him Scorsese. You'll call him Scorsese. Scorsese, you? yeah. I might. I mean, I, if I met him, I'd probably try. 
but yeah. I don't know if I could even do it because I've been but, calling him Scorsese for But so look long. at that. Yeah, exactly. And that's his family name as well. There's a whole, it's even deserves more so. It's not just a flimsy idea. So, and it's kind of like this guy, Ramana Maharshi, right? This is guy, I'm like, he's a guy, he's a monk. I, I was, I love him. And he went, you know, he went into uh, meditation in a cave for 10 years in silence. He's one of those guys. And he, like, he really just studied the nature of his mind in a loincloth or whatever. And so he's like, we, you're an illusion. I am an illusion. Thoughts are an illusion. You're not your thoughts. You're not your gender. You're not anything. But if he told me to call him they, I'd be like, shut up, Romana. <laughs> you fucking snowflake. He's just like, man, uh, you are God. I am God. There is no illusion of separation. There is no man. There is no woman. We are they. We are. Th-. I'm like, no, we're fucking not. That's that's grammatically wrong, Romana. <laughs> Stop looking in my eyes with the glow of God and making me see my true self and fucking. You know, watch uh, Mario. I like <laughs> watch the new Mario movie. I like that that's your line. It's like, we're all, you know, I can believe in reincarnation and stuff, but come on, you can't. Yeah. You can't change genders. Yeah. You gotta, you know, let's be realistic. I know you used to be a badger in a past life, and that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. But you can't change gender. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is when you get down with the gurus. They're like, they will talk like that. But the minute you, you bring up like gender uh, ideology, they're like, they're pretty conservative when it comes down to it. But the Dalai Lama did say that the next Dalai Lama could be a woman. But then he was like, she better be hot. Yeah, which I think is a funny thing for. Because otherwise, little boys aren't going to want to. She better be hot because that because soon I'm going to be the, he, the next Dalai is getting his tongue sucked by a child. But here's the th- yeah, I remember that. So the Dalai Lama, fucking uh, his holiness, yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah, the next one could be a woman. You know, I'll reincarnate but a was woman. Was he joking or was he serious? do they believe that or they believe it's no they don't yeah i don't that's not the big that's i don't think it's the biggest thing to the buddhist that kind of stuff but but obviously it is a big thing because there's never been a female dalai lama yeah so it was obviously but he didn't mind no when someone asked oh do you think it'll be a woman he's like yeah sure of course it could yeah like he yeah so he was that that was his response he was like the pope and the pope talked about like but it, it is a big coincidence like was was god waiting for uh the social movements to reach a certain point he's like okay now it'll be you know it's like doctor who <laughs> yeah, to, yeah like god, oh yeah god was what he goes like i don't want the backlash i'm making a woman this time yeah. you know because obviously yeah so or whatever the force and i don't know if they don't believe in god do they? it's just a force in the universe but there's some kind of god is there no no they don't kind of directing power that re, is there something that decides to reincarnate or how does it work no they wouldn't think about like that there is no separation so there wouldn't be like a you and a god there is no so it, that's, it's, not, it's a non-dualistic religion. So it's like every other religion is like, I am a me, and then there's Jesus or there's whatever, a Hinduism, there's Vishnu. And, like they would, they would use some of that words, like Brahman and stuff like that. But is there an, is there an intelligence to the forces? Of, I know we're all part of it, but is it... Is it does it have a, a yeah. will and goals? And uh, yeah. Is it deciding? It's, its goal is to realize itself. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, true, your fucking little, uh, your little Halloween costume of Derek McGarry. <laughs> you really think you exist, don't you? You buffoon! <laughs> Sometimes I want to just grab your fucking spacesuit, you call a body, and be like, I know you're in there, God. I know you're in there, God. I'm God, you're God. There is no separation. And I'm punching really hard in the chest. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, no, no. The Dalai Lama said, someone asked him, oh, do you think a woman could ever be uh, uh, the Dalai Lama? And he said, yeah, yeah, Jodie Whittaker. 
I think Jody Whittaker is is could do it. Yeah, I prefer. I I would prefer Phoebe Waller Bridge, but we called and she wasn't available, so we went. We Jody Whittaker, she was fifth on the list, but she did. Dalai Dalai Lama, His Holiness, peace be upon him. Blah blah blah. When you were reincarnated, when you leave this body, could a woman possibly uh, be reincarnated? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge's email? I I I DM'd Phoebe Waller Bridge right after season two of Fleabag. And I think she could handle it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but so what are you? What are you up to? I've been to Barcelona. You've been in Bruges. I was in Barcelona. I went over there to stand up comedy. I'm a stand up comedian. I fucking promise. Yeah, yeah. I keep telling people. Yeah. So I went over there to stand up. It's fucking great show. But uh, yeah, it's fucking class show. I lapsed. I, I fell off the. You know, I don't drink alcohol because of uh, my darkness. Yeah. Uh, because when I yeah drink, the darkness gets out pesky darkness yeah. so i was over there and i lapsed and see that's really why i stopped drinking alcohol do you know why say why because of the darkness no no oh yeah i just said you that, said that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do a robin williams <laughs> so why that's more of that's more of an ace material let me run that back for you <laughs> why are you doing the ace ventura impersonation yeah right respect that cheers I've been trying to do an impersonation of you, but I'd have to go to Jim Carrey first to get there. <laughs> I have to take the long way around. I take the scenic route of Ushin Hanlon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So also, on, I think the other reason why I quit alcohol is because I love, I love when I fall off the wagon. Oh, it's so good. Oh, right. Okay. I don't yeah. just fall off. I fucking swan dive off that, <laughs> off that rickety wooden, wooden thing. And by Jay's, see, this is what happens, right? Uh, you've probably, you've, you've, you know, you're, you, you constantly drink, so you don't know what it's like. But for us uh, better people, uh, when <laughs> I you... Have, I've gone periods without drinking, though, and then drank again. Oh, really? Again. How yeah. long? How long have you, what's your max, do you think? Or not max, but what's anything you can remember? <clears throat> uh, a few months, like. Really? Yeah. Respect. Nice, yeah, yeah. So it's so you know what it's like. Like so to anybody who doesn't, right? If you do not drink alcohol, that's why I don't do it, because when you lapse, it's so good. Like it's like if you know you don't wank for a while. If you don't wank for a while, then you wank. And then imagine that wank was so fucking good your parents stopped talking to you and you lost your job. <laughs> mm, that's a creamy little masturbation. <laughs> you didn't see it coming, did you? That was a fucking punchline. Uh, yeah, no, I see that is the danger, and then, uh, yeah, obviously, and then you want to like, you want to have that experience of the falling off the wagon, and you're like, can, why can't I have that tomorrow? But it won't be the same tomorrow. It'll be, it'll be a miserable, you know, second wank where you're like, oh yeah, you're, you're, you've got you in one day, it, yeah, in the oh. reserves, and it's like it's a little painful, and it doesn't really work, and you're like, yeah, and then you just feel like a piece of shit. Oh, it's just like you know, it's like your your dead wife, and you dig her up and fuck her. Yeah, exactly. but the first time she was alive and you're fucking her. Oh, I thought it was. Like, <laughs> I thought going to say the first time you dig up your dead wife and fuck her. It's amazing. And then, <laughs> then you can't really recapture the magic because <laughs> then you bury her afterwards like a dog, and yeah, and then yeah. you're like, you want you want to fuck your dead wife again. And each time there's a little bit less. Yeah, it's just a bit less magic. It's really her fault. She yeah. got she got to keep the magic alive. Stop decomposing. Was I telling you about this? Is like you know that the the Christians believe that like when you when when God when Jesus comes back, we're all gonna ascend up to heaven, right? The dead people and the alive people. This is the oh the rapture, the rapture. Yes, but like so. If you're dead, according to Christian belief, you're not in heaven right now. You're moldering away in your grave, 
and then your bodies will and that's why they don't you're not supposed to cremate people technically in the bible that's why they buried them so their bodies can ascend yeah but if you think about it that means that it's gonna be a lot of skeletons ascending and going up to heaven and then i don't think you get a new body you just get your skeleton body yeah so really heaven's gonna be like mostly skeletons yeah and then and then if you're ash fuck it forget about it, you're gone and then but then there's gonna be like people who just died or people who got it who got raptured yeah. and people who just died like a couple of weeks ago like I'm fucking not fair uh, yeah and they're gonna be like obviously the you know it's not gonna be very equal heaven is but it, it's not know? even that either gonna want to have but it's even skeletons. but it's even worse it's 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 the the margins are even wider because you also you don't want to be above 80 or above seven you don't even want to be above 50 when you get raptured well it doesn't really matter if you're a skeleton does it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know what it's like to when you walk up to a girl. Yeah, it's like a skeleton. It's like, but that was Marlon Monroe. And it's like, I know, but come on, like, you she, really gotta believe it. Like, she fucked Marty Mantle. I don't care if she fucked Marty Mantle. I don't care how big he was. And also, that is Marty Mantle. He's in the urn. He's just dust. Are you trying to say Mickey Mantle? Who knows what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say a kind of a vague um, a baseball fucking star in the fifties. Uh, I want to say Joe DeRosa, but that, that's a that's a. Uh, a I want to say Rose Byrne. Like, <laughs> you want to say Joe DeRosa? I want to say Rose Byrne. Joe DiMaggio was, uh, was the guy. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Where have you gone in Mrs. Robinson? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, nice one. That's yeah. a good mnemonic. Uh, also, song. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio or uh, Rose Byrne? No, not Rose Byrne. Uh, guy Ritchie? No, not Guy Ritchie. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my mind, Derek. <laughs> Welcome to the maze of my mind trying to say a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was in... Um, what? It's funny. Our, this podcast does get religious a lot. I, I, take, full, I take full responsibility well, yeah, for it. Yeah, you bring up a lot. I, yeah, I might bring up a bit too. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, infecting your mind like yeah, a little bit, but I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm prone to you know existential dread. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, seeping out your pores, right? Like, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's giving you cold sores. Yeah, yeah, we'll acknowledge the cold sore. I have a cold sore right now. Uh, yes, uh, those damn Flemish whores. I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, God, they're pricey. Uh, actually, it's funny. Well, I don't know if we'll put it, but it was like uh, uh, while in the airport. Uh, in Bruges, yeah, in Bruges, where I was like, "Look at that person!" It's like, "What's what's that person's that wrong with that person's like lip?" And I was like, "Oh, they got like a really bad cold." So I was like, "Well, you wouldn't have it that bad." And I was like, "Well, I've had like that those before." It's like, "But not in years." I don't think it'll happen again. And then the next day, I have this like cold sore brewing. So yeah. I'm gonna have to break the news to her that I'm, uh, you know, infected with a disgusting cold sore that she's already called out as being gross. <laughs> like, oh shit! Yeah, it. like I don't think I get that bad. The, the one we saw was pretty bad. That's so, why the strategy to kind of yeah. It's good not to be, it's good not to, not to, you know when you have opinions and then you're fucking, they fall out of your stupid mouth. A lot of times like just don't say them because then they might just appear in your intimate life and you're like, shit. I, yeah. I, I just shit all over that. <laughs> then they're like, by the way, I'm into Scientology. You're like, fuck. Yeah, shit, yeah. Shit went on that tirade. Yeah, you have to be just be, be pretend to be open to everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything's fine, you know? Yeah, you t tip your toe in and then you can go full-blown. Because everyone's actually hypocritical. Think about everything you find uh, annoying or bad about other people, you would actually tolerate if it was something you care about. So it's like, yeah, pretty much. I mean, with, with, with a few exceptions. like Yes. Uh, 
but even like you would you, you know you would react differently to someone you know murdering someone than if it was like your mom murdering someone you might say well, that was wrong but you'd be like you'd want to know more like yeah mom why did you murder yeah my my wife and children i'd, I'd, I'd ask her why I, I would ask her why yeah yeah and then she would probably give a pretty good answer i'm like oh it's a good argument yeah yeah i'd be like look yeah <laughs> good job i'd probably i'd find it hard to believe she didn't have a reason <laughs> she'd be like you paid me um yeah. or that thing it's like that thing with like you're you know in in prison that county says like look if you tell me you you didn't do it you didn't do it oh yeah 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 that's uh <laughs> it's not the best yeah. yeah that stuff sounds good but then like if you're with someone you're like i think trust is overrated people are like oh, I, I you know you trust your your wife or whatever i trust you honey you think trust is overrated well because we're all fucking animals we're all just fucking beasts and animals like could just fucking snap at any moment and just uh, go crazy like yeah i don't think you're a i don't you know you're capable of anything over there look at you we also said i'm god two seconds ago so (laughs) make up your mind (laughs) these are the oh wow you don't think god's a mass murdering lunatic (laughs) look at the scoreboard Yeah, man. God's, God. God's the chap. He always stays in front. <laughs> yeah, God fucking God's constantly at nonsense. So you're a God, of course, but also you're a you're a you're you're a you could just turn on me right now and just start uh, viciously stabbing me in the neck with, with that knife you got behind you. Yeah. No. Like, why'd you even bring that knife? <laughs> why'd you bring that Boeing knife? I told you. It's. But I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and also I did that thing with my fingers when I said you'll see the yeah, Mr. Yeah. Burns thing and I said I promise it won't be bad and my hand was behind my back but that was just a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> I told you Oshin justice will be served <laughs> how many times do I have to say it I remember I said it in looking out into space and saying there must be justice yeah, oh no, I said that to the other guy, but don't worry about him. <laughs> I said that to the, your other podcast. I said that to the voice. Uh. <laughs> your other film review podcast. It's final episode. Yeah, so, you, so you're in Bruges, you're wandering on those cobble oh, but let's streets. Let's go back to Troy. So you think, because I, I know what you're saying, but you, but like. Oh, don't, why don't I trust? Well, it's Don't like, trust anybody. Yeah. But I think you you might, fucking crazy? But I think you kind of have to, like, you know what I mean? As in, like, you can, I will, like, if you're in a, a relationship with someone, you cannot trust them. But what good is that gonna do? They could still cheat on you. They could still fuck you over. Yeah, you might as well trust them. And then if if you lose that trust, then you lost it. Look, like I, I don't get people who are like, oh, I got to see where my girlfriend's going all the time. Well, or, see, like, I can't let her go out without me. It's like that just sounds. There's two steps. Okay. Right. First step: never trust anybody. Right. Because you can't. They're fucking. They're just beasts. They're just animals. They're not controlled. No one has free will. Just, everything's just cascading through themselves. Uh, feelings are coming and feelings are going. We're not in charge of anything that really happens to us. It just kind of comes and you're, you're with it. Uh, and then it goes. I don't, by the way, I don't know if I believe anything I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say a couple more stuff. Also, yeah. I really cornered myself when I said there's two parts. Oh, really? Okay. Because uh, now, <laughs> guess what has to happen? I have to say a second part. Whatever that's going to be. I was really looking forward to that second part as well. <laughs> no, here we go. Part two. Now words come out because I'm leaning into the momentum of a, of a sentence. 
So fact two is you don't be attached to anything. So, you know, because you don't actually own anyone anyway, because even though you're in a relationship and there is a tacit or non-spoken agreement, blah, 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 or, or you know, kids or everything, uh, everything is changing. So there's just, you should just, you know, you should just have profound gratitude for each moment you are uh, with each other or when or whatever's happening because you never really know what's going to happen. And then you, you don't have ownership over the other person either. So if they, you know, and if they betray you, that's too bad because really animalistically you just won't be able to trust them that would be more of a visceral distrust if they betray you yeah yeah Uh, and so now and you can't really go back like when someone it's like the Dalai Lama now like with sucking which I think that kid should have sucked his tongue (laughs) that's his holiness that's fucking you you are him and he is you. You're just sucking your own tongue. You know? <laughs> I, I love a lot of Buddhist stuff. really traps you into pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. You're like, checkmate. You. Like, I was with this guru before, and um, he, was like, he was like, meditate. And I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. He's like, breathe. He's just like, now let go of your sense of self. And I was like, all right. And then he stuck his finger in my bum. And I was like, hey, stop that. And he's like, that's your ego speak. And I was like, checkmate, motherfucker. Yeah, he's got you there. <laughs> that's your touche. Yeah. He's like, it's this very thing that's keeping you from freedom. I'm like, you're good, god damn it. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. By the way, by the way, this is in leash. And I was at, <laughs> and I was at a bus stop. Uh, um, but, uh, but anyway, but yes, yeah, so, you know, you're in a relationship at the moment, so you have no ownership over, and the idea of your relationship is that's just, it is just, it's a, you know, obviously it exists that, you know, you know you're kind of in a relationship, but the, you have no ownership over her, she's no ownership of you, you are uh, both just, you know, existing people, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, yeah, I mean, even if you're married to someone, but that contract really, is essentially fake, it's I'm, just in your head. And like, by the way, really feel that, really see that, because if you can truly see that, really what happens is you just have more gratitude for like, wow, the time we have together, because one of you is going to pass anyway, uh, or and something's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So you actually just have more gratitude for whenever you're together, and, and you can grow on that. But, you know, then when they betray you and cheat on you and fuck a minor celebrity, <laughs> you know. Not technically accurate. But huh? <laughs> I read that in the Bible. It applies to everybody. That's a parable. That's what's called an allegory. See, that applies to everyone. A, a minor TV star in Ireland will have sex with your beloved. What? It's like the tides. <laughs> he said to the Corinthians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sent a letter to the Corinthians. This half-decent sketch show star is going to ruin you. <laughs> Yeah, that would be. Uh, I think. I mean, he's not going to listen to this, but he would be. He would be just annoyed with a minor bit. He'd be like, "Minor, yeah, I still, I'm, I'm still as big as I was twenty years ago." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Peter said to the uh, to the Pharisees, "You must go forth now <laughs> and find your own minor star in their fifties. And Jesus said upon to his disciples, go and uh, do what you must be done, Judas. And find Samantha Mumba. And find, you guessed it, <laughs> Samantha Mumba. <laughs> body to body. And what was that song? Come on over. Come on over to my body to body. And so eat my body out. In the time machine. In the she's time machine? The, she's in the time machine. <laughs> that was her one, her one movie role. Oh, okay. That was back in the days where you, you would get really famous and then it would be gone. Oh, shit. She was the main girl in the time machine. Yeah. With, was that with Clive Owen? No. Uh, 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 John Cusack? No, the guy from Memento. Guy Pierce. Guy oh, Pierce. really? Yes. And she was, the, she, was the, she was the girl. She was, I don't think she's, she, her character is 
maybe doesn't speak English or is mute for a lot of the movies. Yeah, so because a, she's like a tribal woman. Yeah, she's like, well, yeah, one of the people, the future people. Like, Fucking great part. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was like, uh, it wasn't a great movie. That was a problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right. Yeah. They kind of, it was a good idea and they kind of, yeah, it wasn't delivered very well. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic novel, right? But they never really done it. Oh, good, is it? Yeah, it's like H.G. Wells, but they never, they never done a good movie version of it. Really. Yeah. Uh, it was like a 70s one as well, I think. Like, uh, Morlocks are the bad guys. Jeremy Irons is like the king of Morlock. I really, any movie I saw when I was like, I guess I was like 12 or something, burned into my brain no matter how like forgettable the movie like, <laughs> yeah. and I remember seeing I don't know like the Godzilla trailer when going to see it and be like uh. that's gonna be the greatest movie of all time I just <laughs> I have a feeling yeah yeah and yeah and Matthew Broderick he's the next Tom Cruise yeah yeah, yeah a huge star yeah yeah and now somehow all these years later Tom Cruise is still the next Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah Tom Cruise has not been toppled yeah because here's the thing, and like I'm going back to falling back onto my old hobby horse uh, of uh, of uh, you know fucking Buddhism, fucking Buddhism. <laughs> you fucking said it, boss man. Because uh, one of the main tenets of it is that uh, everything passes, uh, everything that arises has the possibility to pass, except but, Tom Cruise. Except Tom Cruise, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they the, he is the turtle. <laughs> they they were they were not prepared for the fucking the endless furnace that is Tom Cruise. And he's also the least, you know, Buddhist. Because a lot of big movie stars are sort of Buddhist, or at least have Buddhist Yeah, Woody leaders. Harrelson. And once yeah, you get Richard, talking Richard to Richard Gere, he was a big one. Yeah. Uh, Steven Seagal, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously Brad Pitt has a little oh, bit he made that. Don't throw Steven the Seagal into the mix. That fucker. He's, the, he's a big, he's like a reincarnation of a llama. I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, but Tom Cruise is like just very un-Buddhist. Yeah, you know, there's nothing Zen about, it. and actually, he's just like for someone. Yeah, he's just he's just not Zen at all. Oh, he is just pure energy, and just like you do it, and then you do the next thing, yeah. and you bam bam bam. See, Buddhism or any of that stuff, though, everyone, yeah, Woody Harrelson, all these people fall into it because they they get to the heights of the heights, and they're the biggest of the biggest. Yeah, and they're like, what's next? They're like, yeah. what the fuck? No, this shit was a bit of a confusion, but it, not the things itself. But it's like I'm still unhappy, but I'm the biggest fucking star ever, and I'm doing cool shit. So why am I blah blah blah? And then it kind of helps uh, satiate that. But, but Tom Cruise is like, yeah. no, you no, can't go. Yeah, yeah, there's more. I'll just I'll just jump off a bigger thing. And, just, you know, and one day I will die doing a stunt and I will be complete. <laughs> like, that, that's the goal. Like, yeah, yeah. The, well, it's just, the goal is I will become the sun. Yeah, yeah. I will just never fucking die. Which is not a bad yeah, his aim is just don't die. Like what what yeah. if, what if you become eternal and immortal? I'm like yeah. why not be me? Like me and Tony Robbins. And I think Because Tony Robbins is like that too, his oh, big fucking hands, yeah. Oh, well, you were saying an interesting thing about Tony Robbins is that like he, uh, he He's has, a beast. Yeah, but he has some kind of tumor on it so, that's making him so, that big. So, so Tony Robbins and Tom Cruise are basically they might as well be the fucking same person. They're just they're just like you got to do it. Everything be done. You can't have a normal conversation with him. Like imagine you chatting with you and Tony Robbins wouldn't do so well in the other conversation. You know, no. if you want to complain about Tom something, Cruise, Tom Cruise would be like, "Hey, man." I love your podcast. Yeah. I love, yeah. What, what was that? What was that movie? Great movie. I love movies. I love all movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just be all positive energy like, all the time. That last thing kind of undermines the quality of my. You love <laughs> yeah, all yeah. movies. He was like, he was asking some talk show like, what, what, what's his favorite movie? And he, he, he was like, 
listen, man, I love... He got really defensive. He was like, listen, yeah. man, I love movies. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. I know you're trying to trick me into saying I like one movie more than another, but I just love the cinema experience, and they're all great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna happen! <laughs> yeah. I know what that... This was yeah. back when he was on his fucking back haunches, because I'm not gonna be trapped. No, this was like last year, but he still... He doesn't God, like interviews. He's just... You know, he knows what's gonna happen. I know you're gonna try and get me to jump up and down on the, on yeah. the sofa, and I'm not gonna fucking do it. <laughs> And then you're in the audience like, I think he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he and, yeah, him and Tony Robbins have that thing. That's their solution to life. It's just like, you keep growing, you keep getting better, you keep going, everything is positive, you turn everything into a plus. And same with McConaughey. He's like, green light, baby, green light. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no red lights. But McConaughey, is, McConaughey is a weird mixture. He's that Tom Cruise, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, go, go, go energy. But he is also very zen and yeah. has a bit of that Buddhist thing. Uh, somebody, somebody makes that work which is interesting like he's yeah he's super laid back but then he's also seems incredibly driven at the same time yeah i know this is gonna be hard to believe but i'm gonna interrupt you here all right sorry <laughs> <laughs> tony robbins because mcconaughey yeah they have the, uh, the, the triumphant there's always must be three <laughs> tom cruise tony robbins and mcconaughey baby so so tom cruise and tony robbins are a lot more similar like because they're the father and the son you know and like, uh, so, uh, yeah, like Tom Cruise, energy, got to do stunts, got to keep going, blah, blah, blah. And then Tony Robbins, like, everything is a positive. There is no mistakes. And like, you know, Tony Robbins actually is a giant. Like, if you ever see his hands, his hands are the size of your fucking head. Like, he could pick me and you and up just like, like a bully in a cartoon. But it's because he has a tumor on his that's, pituitary gland. That's what I'm getting to, yeah. yeah. On his hypothalamus, or his pituitary gland, I think the one around here, like, that lets the growth hormone uh, fucking seep out. You know, uh, you know, um, to make, you know, huh? Whatever. <laughs> to make you big. Make you a big boy. Uh, yeah, he has a tumor on his pituitary gland. That's why he has a huge fucking head, huge hands. And and because he went into a, a doctor and they were like, hey, man, you got a fucking tumor on that gland. I, and he's like, he's like, is it malignant? It's like, no, it's benign, but I think we should get rid of it. He's like, I don't want to get rid of it. I want to keep it so I can be big. And you're like, holy shit. So he literally has a tumor on his pituitary gland and he won't get rid of it because he likes being a big. But was he, like, at what point did he get this tumor? Was he a, was he a regular sized man when he was an adult? No, no, he was getting a bit sick from it. It was like, it was about 20 years ago, maybe. Oh, so has he had it all his life? Yeah, so he's had, oh, it, he's okay, had it his right. whole life. Uh, he, th- you know, he think, which actually really goes against his his central tenet, which is like you create yourself, you are yourself, and you can create your entire universe. It's like, it's like you didn't choose to have a fucking tumor on your pituitary. Yeah, the most <laughs> foreign. It's not even part of your body. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. How? Why do you think you got to run through a lot of like uh, signposts? You're a fucking huge man with a big chest and a big head and hands. So they're like, I'm not getting in the way of this fucker. And did you choose that tumor? He's like, I manifested it. So he keeps it. He was really sick and because it, it was interrupting something so he got sick and they were like this tumor's kind of interrupting something and you know what he said they were like we might have to get rid of it he's like can you fix the problem without getting rid of the tumor and they're like well that's the weirdest response <laughs> could you imagine being a patient being like can I keep my tumor why did he want to keep the tumor because he wanted the giantism he wanted to keep the but bigness it, but isn't he already would he, he wouldn't shrink would he who are you a fucking trans trans athlete <laughs> scientist I can't imagine he would shrink at this point if they take out the tumor like I don't know. Is this why you don't want trans athletes to play in WNBA? Is that the reason, Doug? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you are right. I actually don't. Yeah, I don't understand the reasoning. I, 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 yeah, because once you've grown, obviously you're grown. So I don't, I don't understand the point. But 
Yeah. But there could be some kind of thing where he's like, it's part of me or whatever. It's but I mean, it is funny. He wrote a book called Awaken the Giant Within. Yeah. And that was obviously way more literal than he even knew at the time. <laughs> yeah. He literally had something inside him that was alive and was making him giant. <laughs> so there wasn't, he's just like, he's just talking in metaphors, but he doesn't realize. It's yeah. like, there's a little thing inside you. This little black cluster of cells it's pressing on you it's making you it's making you grow it's you know and it's, it's that dark yeah. that darkness that yeah. you must use to yeah. make you big and strong and people people say people say they need to get rid of it people want to cut it out but it's it's your friend it's on your side <laughs> the tumor is just running shit that's why he won't cut it out like, <laughs> look i'm not even doing this starts yeah, hitting yeah. people <laughs> it's every so often it takes control of me like a marionette the tumor is in charge invest in google invest in facebook yes tumor yes tumor uh but yeah but so mcconaughey uh so he's the he's the yeah he's the god his guru the father the son he's the yeah. spirit so mcconaughey is the holy spirit all right all right all right baby yeah so <laughs> he actually wears a shirt a lot now he's short this day right now I'll take over for. <laughs> I'll get into the old. I'm, I'm really digging this whole thing now. <laughs> What's that? You've seen Matt Damon's impression of it. He's like, uh, Mr. Silverberg, I think this would be a good opportunity for me to take off my shirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. How about you come down to Austin, go outside, make a barbecue? I think this would be a good time for us to take off our shirts. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. I love in that movie Mud where it's like. Uh, at, at, at one point he's like he's wearing the same shirt the entire movie and then at one point it's like what's he done he's like he's gone crazy and the kids are like looking for him and then they just find his shirt you know hanging from a tree and it's like oh my god he's gone full McConaughey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah last time we saw him he he was uh, he was playing with a hacky sack and uh, <laughs> and he was wearing beads uh, but oh no full McConaughey uh, that's hilarious, yeah. And you find him with bongos, and he's naked in the fucking uh, in the marshes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, like in this the live stream thing. He did yeah. Okay. So yeah. Bongos, like. Yeah. So yeah. So McConaughey just last week he did this big live stream called what was it? Find the art of living. Was that what it was called? Yeah. L I V I N. You know what's funny about McConaughey is that he always says quotes from his movies. As if he came up with them. <laughs> He's always like, well, as I always said, all right, all right, all right. It's like, but that was a character in a movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't that. think he knows that he's not the characters in the movie. <laughs> he obviously has to choose which quotes to use in Dazed and Confused. Like I always yeah, say. he doesn't say the real one. Like, <laughs> like I always say, I love high school chicks. Because like, I get older, they stay the same age. And his character, right. like, even aside from the pedophilia, his character is meant to be kind of a loser. It's funny that this is like the character he's built this like successful personality around. Yeah. The guy who hangs out with teenagers and is like, I don't think he even has a job. He's just like, he's like, the whole thing is that he's a loser. His like glory days are behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so weird, but in fairness, it's funny. We, you can't really, it's an amazing character. And I mean, well, yeah, and he sells the hell out of heels and he doesn't seem like a loser. Even watching as an adult, it's like he's still the coolest guy. Yeah, could you imagine <laughs> a guy tricking you into thinking he's a legend when he just hangs around the high school? <laughs> he's been gone for 10 years. He just yeah. hangs around and looks at chicks and smokes. <laughs> and you're like, I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, when I'm older. And he has oh, the worst haircut of all time. That's kind of forgotten as well, like how bad his haircut is. Oh, he crazy. still manages to be handsome somehow. Yeah. Oh my god, we posted that photo of him like it's crazy, just that weird uh, blonde fringe. Yeah. Um, but no, McConaughey, so here's the thing. So, what do you think? So, this, I'm, you know, I've read his book, Green Lights, 
and the art of living this thing he just did with Anthony Robbins and maybe Jordan Peterson oh Anthony Robbins is part of it yeah yeah they were all at the thing and then he was like he would look in the camera and he'd be like L-I-V-I-N I had a dream my dream years ago I was going down a river I was on my back buck naked there was these Africans tribes man they were along the river they had spears you think it was a nightmare nah it was a wet dream. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> McConaughey, get to the fucking essence. Is this an allegory? Is this a metaphor? What are you trying to tell me? He's like, you're running around. You step in some dog shit. God damn. And then you go around. <laughs> then you go around again. You step in the same dog shit. Why don't you clean it up? What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, all right, all right. But does he explain the why it was a wet dream? Is he really? Does he want to? Well, he then he by some then African he, dudes. <laughs> then he takes out his cock. <laughs> so I was wanking off. Look what I'm doing right now. Why am I doing this? Uh, no, because see, he. So you didn't read his book, did you? Green lights. I didn't know. I I, I remember the bit. Well, I've, I've I've heard the clip of the audio of the introduction where yeah. he suddenly randomly says that he got molested uh, with <laughs> a bunch of other crazy stories. Yeah, it's. I mean, is the whole book like that? Like, well, so the whole book is like this. This is. The, is it all written in those kind of like? Uh, the idea is, is it kind of that sort of jazzy style like yeah it's incredible in fairness people so, are saying because it, it's the audio it's a huge seller like and people actually are really into it like because normally celebrity books are kind of I assumed it was kind of shit and goes written but maybe no 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 he wrote it and it's uh, he promises and he yeah it was like yeah because it's like a self help book and it, the whole premise of the book every story he tells he's like there's three things in life three things happen to you there's a green light there's a yellow light and there's a red light. And guess what happens to red lights and, and, and orange lights? They become green lights. Green light, baby. That's true. <laughs> and guess what happens to a green light, baby? Becomes a red light. I guess he doesn't say that. And part. you're like, he's like, no, stop. I don't like that. Stop talking. And then he closes his, his eyes and puts his fingers in his ears. He goes, nah, 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 nah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that, but. <laughs> I don't like it, man. That's negative like thinking. All right, all right, yeah, la, 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 la. Be a lot cooler if it was a green light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but imagine for two seconds, it was a green light. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, so that's the book. Yeah, so, the pre- so that's the whole book is that. It's like, see, everything that happens to you, my life has been, yeah. It's been these three different things, but even if it's a red light at first, it always becomes a green light. And you keep going, baby. You keep going. Green lights. And that's definitely true of him. He's you know a very successful person. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's certainly even within his field of acting. We all remember that period where he was a joke, and he really and he turned around overnight, yeah. and then came up with a crazy name for it. Like yeah. That did, I mean, I don't know if that's true. That he, I know that some of the stuff he claims seems a bit like yeah. You know, he's he's definitely a teller of tall tales. Yeah. So, so I think yeah. Yeah, he definitely would not let the truth get in the way of a good little anecdote. Yeah, yeah. So he, so this is the thing. Him. Anthony Robbins, Tom Cruise has this too. Like, so he has this whole um, fucking art of living thing. But oh, what did you think about it turning? Because people were mad that it turned into a pitch at the end. Oh, I didn't see the end. Oh but, yeah, but this no, but like... this part here, no, but this part you were saying though about the yeah, like so, so he really sees life like this that there's you know just this endless po- positivity and you turn everything into an advantage and life's an adventure. I'm like fucking respect, but like he is a bit psychopathic. Like it's just like yeah, you say something kind of negative maybe, but it's more truthful. He's like forget about it. I don't like it. Ah na 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 na. Like yeah, like the thing with the McConaughey songs. His life, he was just this kind of how to lose a guy in 10 days, rom-com kind of jokey, like flat guy. And then all of a sudden he just does what? He does mud, 
True Detective. Um, what what was that? What was that thing where he was an AIDS person? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas yeah, Bly- he did a bunch of incredible yeah. stuff all within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, and then like he said in an interview, he says. He, Guess he's in an interview for Mud, and he's like, "Everybody keeps saying this McConaughey, this McConaughey." I'm like, "What's this McConaughey, McConaughey, McConaughey?" And then every newspaper in the fucking world is like, "There's a McConaughey, sounds You're like, oh, "Fuck, that's pretty genius, but bit psychopathic, like." Yeah, uh, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe he actually coined it. I think he just heard it and he repeated it. But like, you know, it was definitely because it was the thing people were talking about even before. It was, we knew it before it had been said. Yeah. As well as say, there'd been, you know, there'd been rumblings that, you know, he was actually a good actor. Uh, and he was. I mean, I, I haven't watched those rom-coms, but I assume he's incredible in them. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're stupid movies, but, like, very handsome, charming guy. I, I mean, yeah. and, and now people are, like, because, like, the people who were watched that How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days when they were, like, 14 are now adults who get their opinions are respected and stuff. Now it is a thing that it's like actually a classic movie. And yeah. Like that's the thing you hear a lot now. And that's like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so now that's, I don't think even the rom-com period is probably reevaluated as good. Now. Yeah. Uh, but also his first movie, Days and Confused was one of the best movies of all time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic movie. And he yeah. was the one of the best characters in the movie. So yeah, it's yeah. not like he's coming out of nowhere. No. And he had, you know, he had a serious actor period, but he was kind of like, I guess his when he was doing the rom coms, it was considered that he could have been a great actor, but he did, but he screwed up. Like people were like, people would compare when Colin Farrell was first getting a lot of hype. People compared him to Matthew McConaughey as someone who got a lot of hype but didn't deliver. Yeah, I uh, know. I guess they both delivered. They both, you know, fucking uh, the best. Yeah, but but McConaughey does this one thing I can't understand. He drinks a lot. How the fuck do you do that? Uh, He's a big drinker, like yeah, and big stoner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, to be fair, his job is very easy. And this is the thing with all these actors like him and Will Smith or whatever who talk about like, you got to have this focus and you got to do this and stuff. It's like, but I mean, they have, well, it's not, it's not easy, but it's like most of what they, most of their success is just their natural God-given <laughs> yeah. gifts. Yeah. Like McConaughey's not a great actor because he works hard. Yeah. He just naturally has this charisma and ability to act, you know, like it's, I don't, he's never even trained. So what's he even talking about? Like, yeah, he, he never went to acting class or whatever. He was just naturally really good at it. So the idea of like, you know, the work and drive and where he's the last person who should be talking about that. Yeah. And think about it. Him and Will Smith, they start do, they're incredible at what they do, obviously. But once they got into the machine, they just have loads of people around them organizing a lot of other stuff for them, a lot of basic shit. Yeah. So, so they just get to focus on their art, which they're incredibly good at. Uh, but, you know, a lot of support. Yeah, like these self-help gurus, because McConaughey kind of has come into that now since COVID. Because well, now he's selling, he's actually, because that's the thing, at the end of the thing, he's selling you a course. Like, Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, this course is worth uh, $3,000 but we're giving it to you for $300. So it's oh, yeah. like, it's kind of weird. Cause I'm like, why is he, does he, he can't need the money. Like, unless he's made some bad investments. So like, why is he, why is he trying to grift people? Money, money will always surprise you. That idea never actually occurs to people. Like you always think like, who would want more money? Everyone always wants more. It's weird. Right, it's a yeah. weird thing about money. Everyone's like, ah, Bill Gates is like, he actually still wants more. Like money will, you will always be surprised. Like, uh, once again, you know, if there is an offer, like Natalie Portman, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll be Thor. Fuck it. 
I'll come yeah, back and do yeah. Thor. Fucking, I was offered fucking a hundred million. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. Like, even though you're like, you're like, you're Natalie Portman. Why would she ever? It's like you always want fucking more money. Like, but it's still, and I you want to be doing, you want to be a part of things. And he during COVID, he got into the whole Jordan Peterson thing. And yeah, yeah. yeah. But you think he would probably make more money spending the time he's going to do teaching a course to a bunch of losers, just making another movie. Yeah, you know, he's a movie star. Yeah, and he hasn't actually done anything in a while. When was his last movie? That's a good point. Actually, I don't know. Uh, the Towers or something with Idris Elba where he, yeah, he had shot a each other of, with yeah. old-timey guns. He's actually quietly had a bunch of flops in a row and is yeah. maybe this is kind of the the McConaughey kind of flop songs or whatever. <laughs> <The laughs> flop songs. I do dig him. I like McConaughey. I really like him. I like like these types of people. Like I, I don't even, I'm not even, I, to judge them, I don't even want to judge them too much because I'm like, I really would fucking do anything to just hang out with them. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I would just be in his entourage. I would give up all my dreams and aspirations to be in a McConaughey um, uh, entourage. I mean, that's got to be way better than anything you're dreaming of. <laughs> oh, my God. Just hanging out on a, on a yacht with Woody Harrelson yeah. smoking weed. But you make, you make it sound like, I would give up all my dreams just to live a life of unbelievable luxury. And, and yeah, an adventure. And meeting yeah. anyone, anyone, anywhere on the planet would meet him. Like, any yeah. president, any princess, any fucking anything. Being in an entourage would be awesome. Like, that would be, you know. Oh, my God. I want I want to get in his book. I want to get in a McContourage. But even... <laughs> Am I right, folks? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> the McContourage. But, but, but here's the... Yeah, so his energy thing, like his like, yeah, he's just talking in these kind of this folksy little kind of Southern America voice. And, and then he talks about, like he's trying to, you know, he's probably read Carl Jung. He loves Jordan Peterson. He loves all of those talking about your shadow self. You got to get past it and all this stuff. But... But I don't know, like, I, I sometimes talk, I used to talk like that a lot more. Like, I used to talk like, the, uh, talking about your, your darkness and your d- devil in you. And you, you talk with these kind of uh, big um, I- imagery kind of words. But this, uh, I'm, I'm really awkwardly trying to get into a something. <laughs> okay. I'll just get it. Just in. jump, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to jump. Yeah, yeah, we don't need these segues. <laughs> we don't need no fucking segues. No, it's just just his his thing when he talks about all these like stories and how you must like you know you, you got to fight through these darkness and demons. Like I went to this, like I was listening to people like him, him and Jordan Peterson and uh, and all of these kind of woo woo like spiritual self help. Anthony Robbins, like you got to fight, you got to find the giant within and defeat the dragon and rip rip the evil from you and right. And yeah, I, yeah. I went to this meditation retreat. I was going to be silent for ten days. I was going to meditate. 10 hours a day and I get in there after listening to a shitload of like you know McConaughey and Carl Jung and Anthony Robbins and I, they're like they're, oh here's your introduction see write your name write your date of birth and write a note of why you're here and I was like okay the first two <laughs> the first two I can barely do at the moment because I'm fucking vibrating with so much imagination and dreams and now the third one I'm going to just vomit the entirety of every fucking uh, podcast I've listened to in the last two weeks and I start writing like the darkness within me I must quench it through the, the power of perseverance and spiritual enlightenment, right? And the demon will be slain, right? And then I hand that in, and now I'm like, I'm rubbing my hands. I can't wait to be quiet for 10 hours. Oh, yeah. I'm getting fucking, I'm chomping at the bit, be quiet for 10 hours and for 10 days a day. And then, um, and just before the retreat starts, me and like 300 people, uh, we're about to go into the big hall. And then someone kind of, uh, you know, quietly, as they do in, in meditation retreats, quietly uh, tap me on my, on my elbow and say, here, the meditation teacher wants to see you. And in my head, I'm like, 
he must have loved what I wrote. <laughs> he must be like, this guy is so wise. Like, We're going to actually have you lead the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, that, all that stuff I just wrote, that fucking, the dragon must be slain by the spiritual glow of light that's within all of us. They must be like, here, this guy's, this guy's Buddha. <laughs> this guy's going to, yeah. I, this guy's to lead these 300 people to enlightenment. And I was like, I, no, I'm just here for myself. I'm preparing in my mind. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what am I going to say to the, to the fucking meditation uh, sensei i'm like i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to be polite and refuse his offer i'm flattered but yes yeah. that's what i'm i'm actually practicing i'm flattered no once i'm flattered i'll say thank you very much but uh, peace be upon you and you know he he sees what i know but whatever i get brought into this little uh, down these little path into this little hut and and i like i kneel in front of the sensei and then he's just like he's just there and he's his eyes are closed and he's quiet and then he opens his eyes and i'm like here we go He's about to ask me for the answer. And then he just goes, are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, what? He's just like, are you actually, like, is everything okay in your head? And I was like, what, what, what do you mean? He's like, listen, I read your thing. <laughs> you don't sound so good. He's like, I'm like, no, I'm great. Like, I, I was just... I just, isn't this why we're all here? To find the answer that will free us from, uh, you know, ourselves. And he's just like, listen, this is really hard. Like, he's like, we're going to, you're going to be sitting still for 10 hours, not talking for 10 days. Um, <laughs> you know, you seem like you're, you're, you're not very stable. <laughs> he, and then he said to me, he said, it's like this. He said, it's like we're about to hike. We're about to fucking hike to Mount Everest. And you just showed up with a, with a broken ankle. Right, okay. And I was just like, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> He's like, you're, you're, why you have crutches? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm great. Everything's fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fucking great. And he was like, all right, I'm going to. So he like, nearly asked me to leave the meditation retreat. He's like, you lied on the other. Because there, there, there was an online sheet that I didn't tell them. <laughs> on the online application form, I did not say that I, I had all these demons that were torturing me. Do they ask you those kind of questions? Like, yeah, they're like, why do you want to come to the retreat? And on the, on the online form, I'm like, because I'm a very practiced meditator. Even though <laughs> I've been meditating for like two weeks at the point. And then uh, on, when I once I got there and they couldn't refuse me, I was just like, "Oh, I have these demons that, tor <laughs> that torture me on the on the daily." Uh, so it's not you're not supposed to go on a silent retreat to work out your problems. That's not what it's for. Ah, uh, no, it's it's just it's stupid. Of course, that's why you go. What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. What do they know? They just <laughs> told you were too like. Or yeah, you were too Dungeons and Dragons about it. There was too much. No, they it just was don't. Just too much. Like. Well, well, they don't want a fucking psychopath. Yeah, they, they don't want someone who who literally they understand that you're going to be sitting still, uh, paying, looking within for ten hours a day, and not talking to anyone for ten days, um, and not reading, not on your phone, not yeah. do, not moving for ten days. All you're doing is looking within. And if if you if you say you're coming to do that, and you tell them I have these demons within me, <laughs> and they're constantly torturing me every minute of every day, yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, I think you should go. I think you should go get a massage for <laughs> Maybe go work out. Yeah, I mean they're also probably concerned. I mean if you because they gave you one chance to like uh, just say a little bit about yourself, and you write this whole thing, they're like, and they're like. I don't know how quiet this guy's going to be. <laughs> <They're definitely> like... <laughs> also, also, there's a difference. See, when you type on a laptop, 
it, it automatically uh, puts the words down. You know that. Yeah. But when you write with a pen, it really shows your personality. <laughs> it was pretty much I, there was a, a real scroll. <laughs> there was scrawlings, and then they looked in my badger eyes, yeah. and I was like, "I'm ready to be quiet. <laughs> I got to look within and face my demons." They showed you your form, and they showed you like a letter from the Zodiac Killer, and they were like. See how similar these look. <laughs> See, it's a ninety-eight percent handwriting match. <laughs> the magic of laptops—they do it in New Times Roman perfectly. But when I handed in my handwritten sheet, it was uh, it was cutouts of uh, letters from magazines. <laughs> I just—I like being artistic. You know that. I like—I like practicing. <laughs> and it was written in blood, of course. It was yeah. It was, it was blood plus uh, cl- uh, magazine clippings. Blood and other, I like other, other, other substances, which we won't go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I had to fill it out in front of, a, I had to fill out in front of the receptionist. Which, uh, <laughs> you think they would have stopped me? Yeah. All the, all the, uh, all the liquids that were being used from my body. I was like, my body is an illusion. I must release. It was a lot of. I'm going to free myself from my body. Ah! <laughs> They're like, well, you know, it's a meditation retreat. I'm like, yes, we will go within and we'll all leave our bodies. Yeah, We're yeah. all going to leave our bodies together. And they're like, why didn't you say any of this on the online application? I was like, it's like, um, I, I'm in different moods from moment, from moment to moment. Some would say different people from moment to moment. But I'm ready to sit silent for 10 hours a day for 10 days in silence. Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, they were like, we need this. 200 euro yeah, or whatever yeah, you're paying yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it always comes down to money <laughs> they were like but you will not be enlightened unless you give me the money and then uh, and then and then and also uh just when the person said okay we'll let you stay uh if you let me stick my finger in your bone <laughs> and i said i said sensei no he said this is the exact resistance you must let go of if you want to find happiness um. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to be there? Yes, sir. Good episode. Nice. All right. Another episode. Every week, join us. Message us. We want to hear from you. What do you like and what guests you want to hear? Because we'll be having guests in the next few episodes. Yeah, give us feedback. Yeah, give us a yeah. positive, negative uh, guest. Don't give us negative feedback. Yeah, just honest. positive feedback. Yeah, just positive please. feedback. And yeah, but I mean, uh, suggestions, I think, will be, that's fine. Uh, yeah, like suggestions like keep being really good at... Keep being really But like suggestions <laughs> for guests is fine. But don't, yes. yeah. Don't, don't be like, oh, uh, I don't know, whatever. Put on a shirt. Don't give us. Don't, don't give be us crazy. Put on a shirt. Like call Derek uh, the N word. Yeah. Well, actually, do call Derek the N word. But you know, that's just it, that'd be funny. That'd be a good bit. I think that can be like. Yeah, guys, know. let's let's start a let's create four chan. Yeah, yeah. Let's create a mini four chan in our Instagram feed. I mean, say what you want, but four chan. It is the purest. Uh, creativity on the internet and all yeah. memes come from 4chan just because people are free to be as horrible as they want to be yes. and uh, without that the internet, that's the engine that's yeah. the dark engine that powers the internet and all of society right now yeah. is just the you know weirdos on 4chan yeah. making racist memes exactly and, you know telling stories yeah it's like, it's like 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 russell brand would be like we need to be free free from censorship cnn fox news they're all trying to control you we need to be able to say whatever we want 
okay, here we go. Here's 4chan, Russ. Uh, there we go. That's yeah, what happens. Yeah, enjoy it, like. <laughs> enjoy, Russ. If you want to, if you want the society to be like 4chan, uh, um, let's go. Stay free, Russ. And just like N word, 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 N word. I always thought that really the the when people were getting mad at Dave Chappelle, what they really should have done, the revenge was just to get a trans comedian to do a special, just being like, just oh, calling yeah. him the N word, <laughs> like and being like, that would be all I know is they're 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 thirteen. <laughs> percent of the population but they're 70 percent of the crime you put it together and you put it together what's the difference it's yeah. cultural yeah, yeah it's actually innate it's it's a biological problem yeah. we have look at the shape of their skulls look at the shape of their skulls and just go full leonardo dicaprio but i mean i but i have, I have, a, I have a black friend he killed himself uh and exactly. i was like and i was like that guy and i gave him his family a bit of money and i was like that is one dead beep yeah beep. That's, that's thank you everybody thank you netflix thank you Ted Sarandos for the opportunity. Ted Sarandos, like, we, we appreciate artistic freedom. Like, well, Eddie is out. Really, he really went dark. Oh shit! That would have that missed opportunity. Eddie could have came back. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Uh, well, no, seriously, that actually is the end of the episode. Uh, every week, wherever you find your podcasts, uh, see you there, folks. Peace.